welcome to Mom Talk. On this episode, Victoria and I have a guest with us here today. We have Caitlin Tomer. So thank you, Caitlin, for hanging out with us. Absolutely. I'm excited. Yay. Okay, so you have two small boys. Yes. And you work at a daycare. That's how we know you. Yes. And you work with a thousand kids every day and you still wanted to have your own too. I did. You know, at first, like, since my mom has worked there for so long, like, growing up, it was like, those were her babies, and I didn't feel like, I don't know, I was like, you spend so much time with those kids, what about me? You were a little jealous. For sure. Yeah. So, growing up, I was like, I'm never working there. It's not going to (laughs) happen. LOL. Even, like, when I started college, I didn't, like, declare a major at first. I was like, whatever it's going to be, it's not going to be with kids. Like, I just know that. And then mom wanted me to move away, like, you know, go away, do your own thing, Mm -hmm. you know, live in a dorm, join a sorority, all the things. But I had already started working at the barn um, in high school for extra money and stuff. And I was like, I can't leave. Like, you got how would I just drawn leave? In. Oh, yeah. All the kiddos. So you love them as much as your mom. Like, yes, I get it. Because she even had a picture of a little boy, like, on a keychain and her keys. That wasn't even hers. I'm like, you don't have a picture of me on your keychain. <laughs> your actual like, child. How disrespectful. But, <laughs> but now I get it. Because now, you know, our fridge has art from other kids. And I'm like, okay. But I got to figure out how to make sure that, you know, my boys know that best over right. everyone else's but of luckily course. they don't understand that now because they're three months and not even two so yeah. little yeah so I wait mean, how old were you when your mom started working there I was in I think third grade okay so did you ever go there as part of yes so I went there literally as soon as she moved over there I was going there and then I kind of switched it pretty much went like when I aged out like kid wise then it was like okay well now you're gonna have to start working now you're working I wasn't gonna stay home alone like that kind of freaked me out I did it a little bit mm-hmm. but I was always with my mom anyways so I was like well I'll just come to the barn. She's like, okay, let's go wash the walls. And she knows that would make me so mad. Oh. I'd be like, you want me to wash the walls? And she's like, well, you can't take care of the kids because you're still a kid yourself. Yeah. So I'd be washing the walls and so mad at her. Oh, yeah. She yeah. gave you the hard job. Yeah, it was good stuff. But. So did you know you always wanted to be a mom? Or is that something that like kind of developed from being around kids? I don't know. I don't think I really thought about it at all until really until my little brother. Like we're 20 years apart. So it's nice and Like weird. 20 exactly? Ex- yeah. Like my mom had me when she was 17 and then she had Kaysen at 37. So we're exactly 20 years apart. And I don't know, taking care of him, you would think since I was in college that that's like good birth control. Mm-hmm. But I was like, no, I want one. Oh, I had the opposite effect. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how it is at the barn too when people work there. I'm like, you'll either be like, I'm going to be a mom tomorrow, and you'll be putting you on the waiting list in a few months, <laughs> yep. or you're like, I don't want kids, ever. What's it like having a 20-year age gap with your sibling? I think he just thinks I'm his other mom Yeah. at the same time. Okay, two moms. I yeah. like that. I can see that. Yeah. And I mean, I tell people all the time, like, Kaysen would rather come live with me, and mm-hmm. Barrett would rather go live with my parents. Just oh. trade kids. Yeah. Or his, or like Zach's parents. Like, okay. he doesn't really care about mom and dad too much. Like, he wants the grandparents. Because, you know, there he gets spoiled. He gets to do whatever. There's They're other kids fun. to play with because all the grandkids. And then at home, Rules. we just want to go over there. And Terrible. my parents live on the same property. So he knows where they are. He's like, I'm going over there. I'm like, no, not tonight. Oh, I love like, that. We can have a little bit of separation. But can you really walk there? Like, you can see their house? Oh, yeah. Oh, I love mm-hmm. that. that is... Yeah, it's kind of like behind us. So there's quite a few, like, trees and stuff. But. He knows. He's like, Gigi Bop? I'm like, yes, there's a Gigi Bop. We're going to stay at our house. And he's like, no, no, Gigi Bop. And Kaysen's like, can we just trade? Like, I'll come sleep and Barrett can have my room at my house. And I'm like, oh, scheming. They have no. a plan. Oh, yeah. Do mm-hmm. they get along? Yes. What's their age gap? Kaysen will be five in December and Barrett will be two in January. Okay. So it's not too bad. I think Kaysen's in that stage right now. He's like, Barrett's not following the rules. And I'm like, well, 
he doesn't understand. Or he'll yeah. get mad at him because they're like playing peekaboo and he's like, Barrett, close your eyes. And Barrett's eyes are open. <laughs> and he's like, he's not closing his eyes. I'm like, that's because he doesn't understand. Like, yeah. He's like, I'm not sleeping. Why, why would I close my eyes? Like, yeah. He doesn't get that yet. Oh, but is he good with them? Yes. Yeah. Okay. He's very helpful. He helps me like buckle him in the car. I'm like, uh, thank you. I needed an extra hand. So, but sometimes it gets a little too rough and I'm like, oh, okay, that's enough help. I'm good. Yeah. He yeah. helps so settled. Good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So what, taking it back, what was pregnancy like for you? With Barrett, it was pretty rough. I feel like they were both pretty rough. Wouldn't recommend, like wouldn't do it again, mm, right. for sure. Um, but for different reasons. Like Barrett, I was super sick the whole time. And of course I had him like in the beginning of 2022. So when I was sick, I was like, oh, I must have COVID, you mm, know, oh, yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. And then it turned out, no, like I'm pregnant. Okay. But we were very excited and we were like, six months into our marriage, okay. six or seven months. And really it was just the sickness the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I knew like, I had done my research. I was like, I'm not delivering early. Like I'm gonna, I know that like babies, your first baby usually comes late, you know, we're yeah. on time. But I had this like feeling, I was like, I'm not delivering naturally. Like I just knew. And then like my family, like Zachy's like, well, honey, that's how it happens. Like you gotta but you push were like, it out. It's not. I was like, I know it's not happening. Like even when we're in the hospital, I'm like, it's not coming out that way. And even the doctor is like, that's how it usually comes out. I'm like, I don't know. It's not. I just got know that feeling. it's not going you to. You had the mom's intuition. Yeah, I knew. Wow. And then I was like, Guess Did what? you think I'm he was right. a boy or did you think he was a girl? Did you have a feel on that? No, not really. Because I feel see, like... I was so sick with Mason. I definitely thought girl because you hear girls make you sick. Yeah. So no. I definitely thought he was a girl. I feel like symptoms wise, everything was like back and forth and heart rate was kind of like right in the middle of the two. So it was kind of hard to tell with Barrett. With Riot, I was convinced he was a girl because everything was so different. I mm. didn't get sick very much. I just felt like dizzy all the time, which we found out eventually why, but I was barely sick. So I was like, oh, it must be a girl. And then we did find out the gender. And it was a boy. And Zach was like, hi, I knew it. And I'm like, but no. You but everything's no, so different. Didn't. Like, this is, I'm going through. Like, I'm right. so confused. I thought they would be somewhat similar, but nothing about them is the same. Did you find out with Barrett that you were having a boy? No. You were surprised. Yeah. Okay, I wanted to fun. wait just oh, to yeah. make How our family that? mad, honestly. <laughs> like, they were so mad. Yeah. They were like, my mom was like, well, can I, like, can they send me the results so I can know and I can not stress about this for nine months? I'm like, no. Oh, absolutely my gosh. Not. That's too funny. I love it. Yeah. So whenever, like, I had him by C-section, so I'm laying there, the curtains up, you know, they let Zach come around and see him, and he's like, oh my gosh, his toes are long, and I'm like, his toes? And of course I can't move, and he's like, oh yeah, it's a boy, and I'm like freaking out, but, you know, again, it was COVID, so nobody could come to the hospital, like, you couldn't do the whole, like, go out and let everybody know it's a boy, and that was kind of one of the driving forces of to why we wanted to find out too. Yeah. Like he wanted the moment of coming out into the lobby and saying, it's yeah. a boy, he weighs this much and all that, but we didn't get that. So did you try to deliver him naturally or was it C-section pretty quick I in did. The so my due date was on a Friday in January, but it was snowed. So I was supposed to have an appointment that day. Um, and of course they canceled it because it snowed a ton. And Zach at the time, he was a corrections officer, so he had to be at work either way. And they moved my appointment to the following Monday, went in, they checked, wasn't anything. And now at this point I was over 40 weeks and they were like, okay, we're going to induce you tomorrow. Be at the mm-hmm. hospital at 5am. We're like, okay, we let everybody know. We get to the hospital on that Tuesday, get kind of checked in, get Pitocin and everything started. I had had one OB up until like 34 weeks of pregnancy. Just wasn't a good fit. I think first pregnancy, I just kind of needed more. I'm like, I don't know what is going on. Like, right. 
I'm not one to talk about to my mom about those kind of things. So yeah. I was like, you know, I don't know that this is happening with my body. And the mm. doctor was like, oh, yeah, perfectly normal. Turns out it wasn't. So luckily I got to switch super late, which isn't common, I guess, because I've like... I've heard that's hard. Yeah. Yes. Some people won't take you yeah. past this. I had called at like midway through and I was like, is there any way I can switch to this doctor? And they were like... No, they're not taking new patients. And then I had ended up calling the, like, after hours emergency number one time. And that doctor is the one that called me back. The next day, his nurse calls me and is like, hey, he wants you to move to his, you know, list or whatever. And I was like, oh, thank you, Thank you. Yes. Because I was like, and it was kind of for my whole family. Like, everybody knew what was going on. And they were like, that's kind of a prayer answered. Yeah. And thank goodness. Because we, I couldn't get dilated past a four. Like, for hours and hours like we tried all the things like all the exercises all the flipping you overs like and I felt like my heart wasn't in it either because like I said I was like you I'm felt like you not did. delivering that way like you're making me do this time. like yeah mm-hmm. don't put the peanut ball away like yeah <laughs> it's not happening um see I feel like I had somewhat of that mentality yeah I have never heard anybody say that they knew that. That is just so interesting. I don't so think I knew I knew it like mm-hmm. you did. Yeah. But, like, looking back, I wasn't watching how to push. I wasn't in birthing mm-hmm. classes. No, I didn't do any of that And either. I knew I was having a C-section at about, like, 36, 34 weeks probably. Mm-hmm. But up until 34 weeks, you would think I would have researched something, and I did not. Yeah, that's true. So did I, like, know? Yeah, you, you probably did. I but probably I was did. like, I'm just not, and everyone's laughing at me, you know. I'm like, guys, So while you're doing happening. the peanut and all these things, mm-hmm. is it still in your mind? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, I was like, this is kind of a waste of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I wanted that. You know, I wanted the full birth experience. Because, yeah. of course, like, since I got induced, my water didn't break. Like, none mm-hmm. of that happened. So he broke my water. I'm pretty sure, like, Zach is still scarred for life from that. Just watching <laughs> oh, that process, no. you know. All the things happened. He keeps checking me. He's like, I'm not really sure. But, um, like, the next Wednesday morning, I had bear at around, like, 8.15, 8.30. So he's like, you're not progressing. We're not sure why I had the epidural already because I'm like a baby. Like, you could poke me too hard and I'm in tears. So okay. I was like, give me the epidural. I'm not that girl. Like, I'm not that tough. Jordan asked for it upon check-in. Yep. Oh, I was like, yeah, is I she love here? That. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was terrified but honestly that was the best part like I was like don't take it out leave it in yeah like I feel nothing it's great Mm. Um, you never felt a thing no I felt like the lidocaine and I was like but I think the worst part was that Zach couldn't be in the room oh for the epidural I was like I don't like that like and then the nurse was like oh you can hold me and I went to school with her like we cheered together in high school she worked at the barn for a little bit when she was in college and she was like you can squeeze me and I'm like I'm gonna break you like this hurts that bad and then the anesthesiologist was like, okay. I'm like, all right, I'm ready. She was like, no, I already did it. I was oh, like, you're oh. like, great. I was like, this is the drama? Like, this is right. what everyone's worried about? I was like, compared to the contractions, that was great. Like, yeah. this was wonderful. Thank you so much. Every contraction, I'd look at Zach and I'm like, I'm not going to make it. I'm like, I'm done. Like, this is it. And he's like, you're dramatic. Well, how long did it take him to decide to actually, it's C-section time. So once he came in and, like, did another check and I was still at a four for, like, 20 hours at this point he was like we're gonna do a c-section and I'm like okay and immediately like I just started shaking on my entire body before I didn't have it and I'm like why am I shaking I don't feel pain I guess I was just super nervous and Zach is like okay I'll call the family and like let them know because I had had a lot of like iron issues I had to get iron infusions with my first pregnancy because I couldn't keep the like the supplements down because I would get sick Mm -hmm. and so my dad was really worried about that like he was like I don't want you to have surgery because like You've been super anemic. Yeah, Yeah. but they checked. I was like, I'm going to be fine. Like, it's going to be okay. So 
I know that that kind of worried them, but Zach was like, all right, I'm going to call everyone and let them know. And they're like, okay, like, sir, here's your little outfit and your hat and you get to put that on. He's like, okay. And she's like, now, like, we're leaving. And he's we're like, rolling. oh my gosh. So he's like running down the hallway on the phone and letting everyone know. And then, of course, they separate us again. Like, once you get in the operating mm-hmm. room, didn't like that either. Oh, so I'm yeah. like, I don't know anyone in here. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like that. I like to have one person I know. Right. And how was it? Was it so sad for you to be there without your mom? I mean, y'all are close, right? Like, would you? Yes, but when I'm in pain, I kind of want my dad more, but I was never going to do that anyways. Right. Like, even if it was coming a natural way, like, yeah, that's right. too much. Like, I love you, but mm-mm. And, but they literally, like, because you could only have one person. Mm-hmm. And my parents were like, if you want to pick one of us, like, we'll break it to Zach for you. Like, he does uh, not have to be there. Like, <laughs> my dad was like, take me, because he has the, whatever the universal blood type is, oh, yeah. O positive mm-hmm. or something. So Aww. he's like, I got you. He's like, I need to be there, Zach. We don't care, you know? Right. What can you do for yeah. her? I'm cracking yeah. up. So, yeah. And so That's he so was sweet. just like, I'll go. But I don't know. I think Zach was a nervous mess, but he knew he had to keep it together because then I'd freak out. Like yeah. I said, super sensitive. I'm a baby. But I think the funniest part, looking back at it, is when I'm laying there, like one of the nurses or like surge techs was like, do you want me to explain what we're doing while we do it? I'm like, absolutely not. Do no. Not. Why Leave would I want me to out know? Of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the anesthesiologist was so nice. She was like, I'm not going to strap your arms down. You know, because some people make that makes them uncomfortable. I'm like, no, strap mine Maybe down. you're going to want to do I that. I don't know. Like, I'm already sitting here shaking. Like, you have to strap them down because I don't know. Like, what if I go to, like, what if it hurts and I go to, like, touch my, she was like, that won't happen. I'm like, mm, I don't know. You're not, you don't know. Yes. And so, I, you know, at that point, I didn't realize it was going to literally take 15 minutes for my baby to be in my arms, but it was so fast. No, Tom. Yeah. Both of you say so fast. I felt like I laid there for an eternity. Oh. Now, I felt like, like that bad, with Riot. Bad perception of time. Yeah. And they did my endometriosis surgery. So you got extra. That, yeah, you really? were in there for a while. Maybe. I don't know. Y'all both are like, oh, so quick. I'm like, no. Yeah. The first one? Ever. Honestly, that was probably the most traumatizing part. I'm like, at this point, I've been in the hospital for more than 24 hours. And you're starving. Yeah, right. I can't eat anything. Right. Mad about that already. And mm-hmm. then you're like, okay, we're going to do this. 15 minutes later, baby. I'm trying to feed the baby. Right. right. Like, I it's was whip- prepared, like, but I wasn't. No, nobody's prepared for that. I no. know I was having a C-section. I was not prepared for everything that happened. No, definitely was not. So then he's out. You know, they lay him on my chest. We take the picture. We're like, oh, my gosh. Zach goes with him to the nursery because... He had pooped in the womb. Mm-hmm. And I was I'm like, oh, he's advanced. That's great. Yes, right. love and that. so they take him to the nursery to make sure he can get all cleaned out. And then Zach beat me back to the room. And he tells everybody, like, he was like, oh, my gosh, something terrible happened. Like, why did I beat her back in here? You know, the Freaking whole thing. Out. Yeah, okay, we're, very, like, yeah. we're a very worst case scenario. It's so bad. I'm like, one of we us has too. to be best case scenario. But we're not. No. We're both worst you case scenario. You take it all the way. Yes. Mm-hmm. So then I get back in there and they bring Barrett right in. And they're like, okay, we're going to try feeding him. And I'm like, what just happened? Like, I feel like I was so loopy in at first, like, thinking, like, oh, taking him, letting them take him to the nursery. I'm like, that's not happening. Like, that's my baby. After that C-section, even though all I did was lay there, I was like, I trust you. You can go. Like, I would be such a hypocrite if I don't let strangers take care of my baby when that's what I do for a living. So. (laughs) It's so hard. fresh, though. Yes. Because, like, my thing with both my kids, I was like, you know, you see them in the C-section operating room, and then you're like, am I going to remember that face? What if they bring me the wrong mm-hmm. baby? Oh, yeah. I mean, does every mom not think that? I'm yeah. like, I saw you for I think two they seconds. Do. Well, because Barrett's out here with blonde hair and blue eyes. I mean, mm-hmm. Zach has blue eyes, but we both have very dark hair. So I'm like, whose baby is that? No, that's exactly. me and Remy, you know? because Remy's blonde hair, blue eyes. Jared yeah. and I are both brown hair, brown eye. Yeah. So I'm like, whose kid are yeah. you? 
Yeah, and people make the joke all the time. I'm like, that's not funny. Like, what if they got switched at the hospital? No, well, I love Barrett, so you can't have him back if he's, he's exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, I did all We're the work after there. Yeah, so, but I did let him go to the nursery that first night, and the nurse was super nice. She was pregnant herself. Her name was Emily, I remember. She was so nice. I was like, yes, you can take care of my baby. And the nursery, I knew, was, like, literally right down the hall. Yeah. So I was like, if I don't get any sleep, I'm not going to be any good anyways, because I still can't stand up. How was your pain after a C-section? Because we both died the first time. You know, it, it stunk really bad, but I feel like the worst part was when they come and push on your stomach. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that was going to happen, but it also, like, so many people come in and do it that it was like, you don't know. Like, some people are, like, gentle, and I'm like, oh, you haven't given birth. Like, you don't know. Mm-hmm. And then some people come in, and they're, like, putting all their weight in there. Yes. And I'm like, I'm going to hurt you because that <laughs> Now's when my arms need to be strapped yeah. down because I'm about to punch you. Yeah. yeah. I think the worst part of it both times was that, you know, like, you have to – Go to the bathroom within six hours mm-hmm. of getting your epidural out. Couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So I had to get straight calfed multiple yeah. times. And that was terrible. Like, I remember with Barrett, I got straight calf, And she's like, okay, I'm going to take it out. Nothing's coming. And I'm like, no. Like, I have to pee, I promise. She's yeah. like, no, you don't. I'm like, don't move that hat. Like, I remember, like, getting a little snippy and was like, just wait. And then I filled up the whole, like, 600 milliliter little thing. I was like, I told you. Told I had you. to pee. Give me like, a minute. I don't know why it's taking me so long. I'm trying. I'm pushing. Nothing's happening. Like, this hurts. I mean, I've kind of been through a lot recently. Yeah. yeah. Chill. Yeah. So. Is yeah. it a myth about the breaking your water and how soon after you have to basically get the baby out one way or another? I feel like it is because they broke my water at, like, 10.30 on Tuesday with Barrett. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't have him till 8.30 on Wednesday. Like, Oh, yeah, he had a nice yeah. long time. When you said you were in labor yeah. that long, I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Where's his water? Yeah, they broke the water to see if that would, like, you Progress. know, kind of stress everything. But I still couldn't get dilated to a four because, like, after everything is over, my doctor comes over and he's, like, weirdly, like, petting my hair. Like, he's touching <laughs> my hair. And I, when I first, like, called to find out I was pregnant, I was like, I want a woman doctor. Because, like, I felt like that was the right thing to do. Like, I was like, I can't let a man, like, look at me or touch me or anything. Like, that's just weird. Didn't end up getting along with the woman. Like, just wasn't. It was just the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, a good match. Didn't. Felt like it was more, like, quantity of patients mm-hmm. rather than, like, quality of care. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's my first pregnancy and I had a lot of questions. And I'm a little bit of a hypochondriac. Like, I get it. But, okay. like, it's your yeah. job. Answer my questions. You know? No, yeah. literally, she needs it's to your comfort job. You. Yeah. And so, and it was COVID, so Zach couldn't come to any of the appointments. So, I'm okay. like, I have COVID no babies to be are here hard. Me. Yeah. yeah, it's even more terrible. Yeah. Because Remy was my second, but she was a 2020 baby. Mm-hmm. Like, we are full pandemic. Yeah. Like, they wouldn't take her to the nursery. It was terrible. What? No. <laughs> they I were not denied. No. I did. And it was my second kid, so I was ready. Yes. You know? Yeah. And then, like, even her first bath was in my room in the <laughs> sink. No. Everything was in the room. Yeah. But, like, you can't recover properly, you know? I was like, no, I'm not going to be any good if I can't recover properly and then take care of you. Yeah. Mm. But I just remember he came over, and he was like, so I figured out why you wouldn't dilate past a four. I'm like, okay. And Zach's not in the room at this point, but I wish he was because he's a lot more knowledgeable about the medical stuff. He's, mm. like, the medically, you know, issued child in, yeah. his, in his family. Oh, like, okay. he's the problem he's the there. Okay. Yeah. And so I wish he was, but he was like, you have a bicornate uterus. And, you know, at this point I'm laying there. I'm like, yeah, okay. Sounds Sounds good. Whatever you say. And then he leaves the room and they're willing me back. And I'm like, what did he say? Like, I don't even know. Yeah. He's like, I'll come explain it to you later. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm a little still out of it a little. So did they figure that out during the C-section? Yes. Okay. So basically, instead of my uterus being basically like an upside down pear shape, it's a heart shape. So it's split down the middle. Oh. And so Barrett was in my left side. Which 
makes sense because the whole time, like, you would look at me and I was all belly just on one side. Like, I'm like, why are you sticking out over here like some kind of alien weird thing going on? So I was like, okay, good to know. And he's like, so that kind of makes a lot of things, like a lot of things lined up, like even in my whole life, like how my cycles were when I was younger. Just everything kind of fell into place where like, this makes sense. And I was like, I knew there was something wrong the whole time. Like, Zach just thought I was Called being dramatic. It. And I was, but I was right. Either way, I <laughs> It's was a right. justified dramatic. Yeah, you can yeah, be yeah. both. For sure. So he was like, you know, you need to wait at least, you know, this much longer than other people between pregnancies because there's just, like, different things with that, I guess. I don't know. I Googled it. Shouldn't have. It's just a whole thing. Like, yeah. don't go down the Google rabbit hole. Okay, that's but the I'm theme the of worst this whole person. podcast. We're renaming that, it. That is the mm-hmm. topic of We're going to rename the life. podcast. Yeah. Don't Google it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I do. And then I tell people, don't Google it. And I'm over there Googling it for them. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, and my mom did that. Like, when she wasn't feeling good quite a few years ago, like, she was just Googling and she was like, guys, I think... I have testicular cancer. Wow. And we're like, no, yeah, for sure. It. Yeah. <laughs> and we That's still, she's going to kill me, but like, we still like laugh about it. And she's like, okay, I was being dramatic. Like it was just a joke, but we're like, no, part of you thought like, what if this is possible? Right. Like, this makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. But I Googled it and shouldn't have. It's just a whole thing. But my second pregnancy was just so different. Like I wasn't sick, but I just felt like all the time, like I was going to pass out. I still feel that way. Like all the time. But I was under the impression that... I would have right early that, you know, it wasn't possible for my water to break or anything. False information. Mm. It was so bad. So I was convinced he was coming earlier. My doctor was too. You know, we were prepared. Like, we kind of had, like, goals. We're like, okay, we're going to try to make it to 28 weeks is the first goal. Okay. Okay, you made it there. Let's make it to 30. Okay, you made it to there. So we thought we were coming really early. Yes. Was this due to the uterus or? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and right was on my right side. Um, And so we were like, we kind of thought, even the doctor was, like, kind of impressive that everything worked out the first time because it shouldn't have. Because with Barrett, he was breech. So Christmas Eve of 21, they flipped him because um, I wanted to try to have it, you right. know, naturally. That process? You know, it didn't hurt. Really? No. It's fine. I've heard that's painful. No. It took two minutes. Okay. Now, is that not something they can see on an ultrasound? I know obviously nothing about that. But so like... the reason we've kind of found out was my mom for my birthday, my birthday's in September, had got me like a 40 ultrasound. And so we went there and the tech was like, hey, like I'm not really supposed to say anything, but you need to call your doctor. And at this point, I'm in tears. Oh, you know? be... Yeah, let me panic. And then I'm Zach is mad at her. He's like, hello, my wife is dramatic already. Like I don't need you making it worse, you know? And so I called my mom and I was like, they said I need to call and blah, blah, blah. And I had just gotten switched over to the new doctor. So I call the after hours number and it's my old doctor. And she's like, it's fine. They'll check you at 34 weeks or 36 weeks. Then we can worry about it then. And I'm like, okay. But like in the back of my mind, I'm like really stressed out about it. Of you know? course, that's not an answer. So I go to my appointment a few days later and my doctor is like, yes, you are breached. Like here's what we can do. I had, like, the non-stress test that day. So he's, like, while you're sitting there clicking the button for every movement you feel, like, talk about it, pray about it, see what you think if you want to do it. So we called our families because even though we're married and in our 20s, we're still, like, Mom, Dad, what do we do? You know? That's normal. Okay, good. Absolutely. Glad to know. So, and, you know, both of them, they're, like, hey, we're here. Like, go for it. So we kind of had to go into the – it's, like, aversion or adversion that they – when they flip in. Mm -hmm. And so – we kind of had to go in prepared to have the baby just in case. And so that was the longer process was checking into the hospital, getting the blood work, getting an IV, 
I had to sign off all the paperwork just in case we had to move to a C-section or anything like that because that was the biggest risk. Oh, wow. So then after Barrett came out and we found out about the bicornate uterus, he was like, would not have done that. He's like, that was really dangerous. Okay. And I was like, good to know. Thank you, God, for being on my side No, there. for real. And he was like, yeah, mine too because I had never had those go wrong. And my doctor actually delivered like my husband and all everyone in his family so like he was a doctor that I knew I could trust and at first then I was like I feel so silly being like I don't want a male doctor and now I'm like no one else is allowed to touch me just you yeah just you and I recommend him to everyone and yeah my like follow-up with Riot he was like how many people are you gonna send my way like I've got half the cheer team that you cheered with in high school and I'm like you're welcome we're gonna take your income right yeah (laughs) you're welcome but so it just kind of, I just had all these like things where I was like, okay, this isn't going to work. I kind of accepted it. I'm like, my water's never going to break. I'm never right. going to go into labor naturally. Like this sucks, but I'll figure it out. So when I got pregnant with Riot, you know, the first woman in there, he's like, this is not the amount of time I told I was you gonna say, needed to be in between. I was going to say, your kids are really close. Yeah. They're 19 months apart. Yeah. And so he was like, this is not what we talked about. You got scolded. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. But he was so nice about it. You know, he's like, this isn't what we talked but we're, it's going to be But okay. here we are. Yes, but here we are. We're going to move forward. What are we going to do, you know? Um, and I wanted them close, but not that close. I okay, was feeling was like a two-year age gap, yeah. which close-ish, but I was thinking two years before we started trying, and which is what the wanted... doctor said we he wanted anyways. Yeah. I just didn't listen. Okay. Yeah. And you knew you wanted more than one. Yes. Okay. Before having babies and like getting, really being pregnant. I was like, oh, six minimum. That was me. That was Victoria. She wanted seven. I still want that many. I'm just not going to be the one to birth them them or be pregnant with them. So if that ever changes, you know, the anatomy of how that works, Uh I'm all for it. Right. Zach, your turn to contribute to this. But no, not happening. So I feel like I had all these notions of like how it was going to go. I was like, I know, like he'll come early. He didn't come early. We kind of like bickered about it the whole time. Zach's like, he's coming on time. Like, nope, he's coming early. But either way, we didn't know, you know? So I had a scheduled C-section for August 9th at 1.30 p.m. Because that was going to be like my 39 weeks. And we he knew he wanted to take, you know, make to 39. Didn't work good. Yeah. We're just going to try for there. Um, so August 9th, 1.30 Ride ends up coming August 9th, 1.30 a.m. instead of p.m. Uh, so I was like, we were both right. He came the right day, but yeah. he still came early because it was 12 hours. Yeah, he missed the memo. Yes. So my last day of work was a Tuesday. Again, I just realized that. They kind of both came on Wednesdays. But yeah. my last day of work, I remember like staying late, trying to figure everything out because we've got the expansion going on. I was already in trouble for, you know. Yeah, you did not, not plan that well for the expansion. No, and I was so or scared. Or you did. <laughs> I did not, I swear. I was so scared to tell my parents because... You knew. I, I knew. Yeah. And I told them we were eating at Peabody's. And we had, like, there were other barn families, like, at tables next to us. And I was like, so what are you guys going to do, like, if you don't get a granddaughter? My dad's like, why are we even talking about this? And I'm like, well, you know. He's like, the next one could be a girl. He's like, you don't get to decide. I'm like, well, what if we already know it's a boy? what? <laughs> and then my mom's just staring at me and I was like, yeah, you're having another grandson in August. And they're like, oh, yay. And then they were like, oh, August. we're still really happy. But what did you just say? You know, when? my dad was, he got up, he hugged me. My mom's looking at me like I knew, you know, because mm-hmm. she works with me every day too. So yeah. it's not like I could hide it. I did for 15 weeks with Riot. That's impressive. But I wasn't that is impressive. With Barrett, I only hit it at 10. And so then they're like, them- this makes sense on why you keep throwing up all the time. But with Riot, I could hide it longer. 
I don't know why I did. I guess I just wanted to see. You Good know? for you. And because since I did have those notions of how this was going right. to go, I wanted to make sure it was going to be successful first. Oh, yeah. Because I didn't want everybody knowing if yeah. it wasn't, you know? Yeah. I don't know how that, like, I don't know how women handle that. Yeah. They do have that happen. So, I feel like I knew how things were going to go. And then my last day of work was on a Tuesday. Zach gets home around, like, a little after nine. And I'm on the phone with my, like, friends. And they're like, how are you feeling about tomorrow, the big day, you know? And I'm like, man, y'all, I'm fine, but my back is killing me. And my friend Nikki is like, you're in labor. I'm like, no, I'm not. She's like, I've had two kids. Yeah. You're in labor. You need to go to the hospital. And me and Lindsay are like, whatever. You're dramatic. Like, we're not in labor. It's fine. Zach comes in. He's like, the soccer game's on. She's not in labor. Like, we don't have time for that. Ah. We're watching this game. And I'm like, yes, we are. Like, I'm not in labor. This is dramatic. So we sit there. We're watching the game. Eating some dinner. We go to bed. We're talking. Like, for like three minutes. I roll over. Because I'm like, a, once we're going to bed, I'm like, you get on your side. I'm going to go over here. Space. Yeah. Roll over, I just feel like a little pop, pop, pop. And I'm like, my water just broke. And Zach's like, whatever. And he sits up and he's like, you swear? And I like pull the covers back and he's like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, what do we do? And he's like, well, first of all, get out of the bed. Like, <laughs> go to the bathroom. <laughs> and he, this will not even packed his bag yet. Oh no. Because he felt like he could manifest it coming, you know, on time. And I'm like, at this well, point, I mean, we made it to 39 before. weeks. Yeah, yeah, come on now. He was just going to pack it in the morning. Oh, leisurely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we love him. Mm-hmm. But so he's over there rushing and I'm calling my dad who literally just got off of his feet for the day because they worked late. And I'm like, hey, I have good news and I have bad news. He's like, all right. So the good news is my water just broke. So your grandbaby's coming. He's like, seriously? And I can hear my mom like, what's going on? What's going on? I didn't have to call her because I was like, she'd probably have a heart attack real quick. Right. I was like, the bad news is I know you just sat down, but like I have to bring you my other kid. Yeah. Oh, right. Luckily, we live on the same property, so it was like a two-minute drive. My dad comes out and gets him. He's like, are you okay? And I'm like, once we get to the hospital and get yeah. the epidural, I'll be great. <laughs> but, of course, it was in the middle of the night. So, of course, they're sleeping. So, it's not really like an update you by text every five seconds thing. Yeah. But so, I call the hospital because I'm like, I didn't know this was going to happen. Like, what do I do? So, I'm like sitting on a towel in the car. I'm like, do I take the towel in? Like, what do we do here? Mm-hmm. And Zach's like, I think we just say a prayer and go in and hope nothing happens. Because it's still leaking, like, yeah. everywhere. I call the hospital and I'm like, hi. I was scheduled for a C-section at 1.30 p.m., but I'm on the way because my water broke. And they're like, okay. Okay. Like, you need to go to the ER. And I'm like, the ER? What? Yeah, I need to be able to get straight in. Yes. Take yeah. me to labor and delivery. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not what happened. So I go in the ER, and they're just taking their sweet time. You know, they're used to, you know, yeah. people coming in in a rush. They're used to it. And they're like, what's your name? And I'm having contractions that are so strong. I'm shaking and, like, looking at Zach like, I'm going to murder you, you know? Yeah. And so they're like, okay, we'll get your wheelchair down here in a minute. Just have a seat. And I'm like, have a seat? Like, I'm in I'll so just, much pain. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, this baby's, like, what if it pops on the floor? Can that even happen? Can like, I even do that? Can I, since it didn't come the first time? And so, finally, they get down there, and the lady's so nice. She's twisting my wheelchair. She's asking me all these questions, and I'm like, please stop talking to me. I have so much pain. Yes. Like, I'm hurting so bad. Like, I can't form words right now. We get up there, and the same nurse that was there didn't get to deliver with Barrett, but got to, like, take care of me because she works night shift, was there again for Riot. The one that I cheered with, her name's Abby. We cheered in high school together. She worked at the barn for a little bit. So I felt like immediately I was like, okay, everything's going to be fine. Like, she's here. She knows the whole it's under all control. The drama. It's going to be fine. She's like, well, I have to check you even though I don't know that's not really how this is going. She's like, and sucky thing is, is your doctor's not on shift yet and we can't wait. So, like, you're going to have another new doctor. And I'm like, stressing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, stressful. is it my first OB? Like, I had the original. She's like, no. I'm like, okay, good. 
Because okay. Zach would have been like, I don't know what's going to happen, but we're going to wait because we're not happen. Yeah, you know, we're not doing We're that. not doing that. And so I was kind of nervous that time for sure. But she checked me. I was only dilated to a three. And so she's like, okay, like, we're going to get you back there in like half an hour. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, the epidural? Like, where where's it at? She's like, well, you'll get it in there. I'm like, oh, no. So I have to wait half an hour. Yes. Which is an eternity. Mm-hmm. Forever. So I go in there. You know, they separate us again. I get up onto the table myself this time, which was weird because last time I had the epidural. So they're, like, lifting me. And they're like, don't help. But I couldn't understand that concept. Yeah. So. It's so weird. I walked into my room. I That's wasn't so rolled. Crazy. I wasn't. I just walked in. Yeah. The second time. I was rolled in and I was, okay, get off the bed and go in there. I'm like, why can't I just walk down here? Mm-hmm. Like, this is dramatic. Yeah. So I get up on the table and I see the other OB. She's just sitting in a rolly chair, just waiting. She's just chilling. And I'm like, okay, this is stressing me out a little bit. And then anesthesiologist comes in. And of course, again, I'm shaking like through the pain. And she's like, honey, you got to quit moving. And I'm like, I'm trying. Like, I'm not moving this myself. Is all involuntary. Yeah. And she's like, are you cold? I'm like, no. I don't think so. Like, here I am in all my glory, but I don't think I'm cold. She gets a warm towel. She lays it on my back. She's like, you're still shaking. I'm like, I know. I'm really sorry. Like, I don't know what to do, but like, I'm contracting. You've got these things on my feet that are squeezing. Like, I'm dramatic. It hurts, you know? She puts the epidural in and it was too far to the right. So immediately, the whole right side of my body was just instant pain and I couldn't like speak. And I just remember like grunting, I guess. And she's like, is that okay? And I'm like, um, and I couldn't form words and she's like, you have to tell me if it's in the wrong spot. And I'm like looking at the nurse in front of me and I'm like, I didn't even know what to say. Like I was just shocked because I was in so much pain. And I said, it's, it's too far to the right. Um, she's like, okay. So she moves it over and then instantly like relief. Wow. Like, okay. Oh, that would freak me out. Yeah. That gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yes. Literally the whole like postpartum. And like the postpartum. fact that you could tell her that it was too far to the right. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. It was so bad. And like. Even recovery, like, I had a bruise, like, on the right side where it went, but it wasn't supposed to go. My fault for shaking, but, like, at the same time, I but couldn't not, help it. Yeah. You are not the only person to ever yeah. shake. No. And Zach was outside in the hallway, and he's, like, watching in the little window, and he's like, I knew that something happened. Like, oh, he's like, yeah, Mm-mm. he could tell it. Yeah. He comes in there, just like normal, you know. I'm strapped down. Again, they're like, do you want me to tell you what we're doing? No. No. I no. don't want to know. I want to be in the dark. Get it over with. So I'm laying there. Riots delivered. We didn't get the full picture this time of, like, the whole family. They kind of laid riot on my chest, and Zach took a picture. They left at the nursery like that. So I was like, okay, I know what happens. Like, we should be done any minute. They're in there whispering. I'm like, oh, my gosh, now what? First time I had a bicornate uterus. Like, what this time, you know? Mm-hmm. It wasn't that dramatic, but they did a little bit of plastic surgery. Oh, okay. Because I guess my first scar, like, they couldn't just recut it open because it had, like, keloided is the word, I guess. So it, like, bubbled up too much. Mm-hmm. So they cut above and below it and just tore it out. So that way it'll heal better. I'm like, okay. Okay. Sounds good Thank to me. You. Like, thanks for the plastic surgery. I appreciate know? it. Did yeah. you feel like you had a big scar the first time? I or didn't. Or was it inside, but I, Like, I didn't really know. But I okay. feel like other people that I knew had, had C-sections, theirs was, like, much smaller, and mine was still huge. Okay. But I was like, maybe it's just because it hasn't been enough time, because I, right. you know, I didn't wait. I didn't listen like I was supposed to. Me either. So. <laughs> it's fine. You feel me. So, I feel like I didn't really think anything was wrong, but I'm sitting there laying there for forever. I'm like, gosh, guys, what is taking so long? Like, where's my baby? You mm-hmm. know? But recovery the second time was pretty much the exact same. Couldn't go to the bathroom, but I knew what to do, you know? I was like, I yeah. know the pain. They're going to come in. They're going to push. I'm like, you be nice. Like, I You're knew. more mentally prepared. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because you're not, like, completely in the dark of what's going on. Yeah. Like, when I was pregnant with Barrett, I watched all the YouTube videos, like, all the reels. Like, I was like, I want to know what's going to happen. 
didn't happen that way, but I still wasn't prepared for the C-section. You can't know until you live it. No, you can't because nobody's going to like give all that information. Jordan Mm -hmm. gave me a lot. I did. Mm -hmm. And I still wasn't prepared for what actually happened. Yeah. I've been told the steps in detail. Yeah. And I was still not prepared for it to happen to my body. Yeah. 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 The second time I was like, okay, I've got this. And like, I was up walking around more and Zach is like, sit down. Like we did this the first time. I think he's like, I know you think you're a superwoman, but you need to sit down. He's like, take the medicine. Like, I'm like, no, I got this. I did feel a lot better my second time. Jordan didn't, but the second time was a lot easier for me. For sure. I felt like I had to because here I have Barrett, Mm, you know, he's not even two yet. And I can't even pick him up. Like, I'm going to have to be able to make, sh- make sure I can play with him, do something. I can't be worthless to him. You know, I can't be like, oh, yeah. sorry, I had another kid, so mommy can't touch you anymore. Got a replacement for him. And you. that was the hardest part because he'd cry. And he'd be like, mommy, you want me to pick him up? And I'd go and, like, I'm all the family's like, don't you do it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, hmm, I don't want to wear Like, you stitches. feel like you can yeah. is the thing. Oh, yeah. I'm like, or I'm like, strong. You know? I'm sitting on the couch. I can pull you up on the couch. Mm-hmm. I really pushed it. Yeah. Mason was 17 months old. I get it. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah, it is. But I feel like also I knew the second time I was like, okay, my pain tolerance much higher now. I just went through that. Like now when you go to the doctor and you get your blood drawn, they're like, do you like needles? I'm like, I don't care. Listen, it's I've needles been through are labor fine. twice, yeah. had two C-sections. I'm good. I'm not going to cry when you poke me anymore. I'm going to no. be fine. I'm all good. So are y'all done with kids or on the table? Like I said, I want... To obtain children. Okay. But we're not physically Mm, having more children. No. Okay. Mm -mm. I don't think I can do it. Yeah. The recovery was easier, but like, I don't know. I feel like, because we kind of know that Barrett, we didn't think it would work out that way. Right. So I felt when I got pregnant with Riot, I felt like I was kind of a mess because I was like, God's not going to do it again. You know, like he's not going to make everything okay again. I don't deserve that. You know, I didn't feel like I deserved it with Barrett for everything to work out perfectly so um, how many times do you want to push it yeah I'm like, I, don't, I don't want to do it again yeah. I don't want to keep pushing which is kind of pathetic in a sense but at the same time I'm like I don't want to yeah no I but I want to time. obtain more children I'm like right. where can we get them you know like I'll have all the children but I, mean, I don't want good to thing you I was going to say, care. you have a whole daycare oh, of yes. anybody listening that needs a mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you need a mom. You know where to find her. Here I am. <laughs> right Do you here. have a child that you might want to put up for adoption? Yeah. 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 I tell Zach all the time, like, we can adopt. Like, where are we going to get them from? Anywhere. Yeah. And he's mm-hmm. like, no. He's like, we're not having any, like, he's like, if we're having kids, they're coming from you. He's like, they're going to look like me. Mm-hmm. Luckily, Riot looks like me. He's got brown eyes. Well, no, his eyes are blue. I don't know why I said that. He has blue eyes, but his... Because he's his, three months old and you're still yes. sleep deprived. <laughs> like, I don't know. But, like, his hair is dark. His complexion is darker. Like, him and Barrett look nothing alike, but Riot looks like me and Zach. So, I'm like, sorry, Barrett. You're yeah. kind of on Off your own. Like, I promise we're both his parents. Yeah. Like, nothing sketchy happened there, but mm-hmm. he just doesn't look like us. Now, are their names, like, family names? How did we come up with their names? So, for Barrett, my parents were over at the house one day, um, and we're like, okay, we've got to figure out names for girls and boys, you know, both ways. And I wanted to pick them out. You know, I'm like, I'm the one pregnant. I'm the one that's going to have to give birth. Like, I'm picking the names, you know. I don't care if you guys give good suggestions. I'm going to say no. And Zach said Barrett. And then everyone's like, yeah, we can't call him Rhett. And I'm like, mm, it's too common, you know. Like, at the barn, you have kids, even if the children are great. You know, I'm not going to use those names for my kids right. because I'm always going to associate that with another kiddo that I took care of. Yeah. So that was hard. So I was like, no, that's not going to work. And then when I saw him, I was like, yeah, he's Barrett. Like, it just works. Aww. But we don't call him Rhett or anything. So you waited till you saw him to, like, make it official his name? I feel like when we were in the hospital, 
I was like, if it's a boy, it's for sure going to be Barry. And when I saw him, I was like, yeah. And now I'm like, what else would I have named you? You know, like it makes so much sense. Yeah. With Riot, I wanted to name him after my uncle, my mom's brother. His name is Ryan. But I was like, "Mm, still too common. And like nobody really names their kid Ryan anymore. Yeah. Sorry, Uncle Ryan. But, Mm -hmm. you know, nobody really does that. My grandmother, my mom's mom, was like, you have to name him Wyatt. It's so original. And I'm like, what? No, it's not. Like, I've got three Wyatts. She's like, well, she's really big into the ancestry. So she was like, listen, this person, their name was Wyatt in y'all's family. And I'm like, it is a family. That's great. But no, it's not going to work. And then Zach and I heard right one time. We were like, that's it. And then I changed my mind to like halfway through. I was like, no, I'm naming this baby Tate. And Zach was like, Tate? No, you're not. (laughs) He was like, yes. I was like, I don't like right anymore. I don't like it. I don't know what. It was like for like three or four weeks, I was just convinced that that couldn't be his name. And I was like, I don't change your mind. I was like, I don't know. I guess the hormones. I was yeah. like, Did never you ever mind. second guess your kids' names at all? No, we knew them right away. Oh, see, yeah. I, I knew Mason, but I did second guess Remy. Did you? Yeah. That fits her, though. I think it does. But, like, Remington, like, I, people had opinions. Mm-hmm. See, well, yeah, we Remington, had, Barrett, it's, yeah. If we had had Henry first, I don't know that he would be a Henry. It is a family name, and yeah. that's why I love it so much. But yeah. people were like, Henry, that's an old man name. I'm yeah. like, so cute. It is cute. So, yeah. yeah. And then Emma, you just wanted Emma. We've so, never talked about this. I know. So she's an Emma Catherine. My first name is Catherine. I just don't go by Catherine. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. It's got an alias. Pretty so, um, we knew she would be an Emma Catherine. And then since Henry was second, we knew we were doing a family name. He's got the old man name, Henry Gibson. I just love both of those, though. Henry mm-hmm. and Gibson. I mean, I do, too. I feel like there was so much pressure with the second one because it's like, do I go a B name? Do I uh, go yeah. a name with two Ts? Like, do I just do something completely different? Um, and Barrett is Barrett Lee because pretty much both sides of our family, everyone's middle name is Lee. Okay, um, easy. Yeah, except Zach's. His middle name is Robert. So that's Riot's middle name. But we were like, okay, at least we knew we knew Riot's middle name before we knew his first name. We're like, it'll be Robert because Barrett is Lee. My dad was like, they can all be Lee. Like, everyone's uh-huh. Lee. My dad is Jeremy Lee. My mom is Jessica Lee. My brother is Kaysen Lee. I'm Caitlin Marie. I'm like, I don't know why I got left Why'd out. You get, why did you yeah. get left yeah. out? I don't know. It. Yeah. Okay. I'm so bad about it. I bring it up a lot. <laughs> I'm a little sensitive about it. But I'm like, why was I Caitlin Marie? You know, I didn't get the Lee name. But like, Zach's dad grandfather they're robert lee so like it just kind of all went so we knew middle names before first names for both really because he's so interesting we all three like the middle names are the family names mm-hmm. yeah yeah well henry's, henry's is both yeah. yeah yeah did you guys like tell people their names or did you kind of keep it a secret so with mason i knew mason scott from like five seconds pregnant yeah once i knew he was a boy mason scott was his name yeah Scott is a family name. It's my mm-hmm. dad's middle name, my brother's middle name. Everybody's middle name is Scott. Yeah. Remy, I was not settled on her middle name until like the very end, so I didn't tell anybody her middle name. Gotcha. So it was either going to be Ruth, which is after like my aunt Cindy, mm-hmm. or what her middle name is is Jane. Mm-hmm. So Jarrett and his siblings, it's Jarrett, Allie, Nick, and Eli. So like their initials spell yeah, Jane. I love that. I, know, I love that. Uh, it's just How so clever. Yeah, so that's why she's Remy Jane. I love that. No. Did you tell everybody, like, Henry and Emma's names? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, I know for sure. You had stuff monogrammed. Yes, like definitely. Yeah, did. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, that was a big monogramming time. Yeah. And, yeah, so Emma, I had all her stuff. And Henry, I think I was nervous, but I didn't care at that point that people didn't like it. I was a second-time yeah. mom. I was just yeah. 
felt that was right. Yeah. We didn't monogram as much for him since he was a boy, but several things. We were prepared. Yeah. Of course, Barrett, we didn't because we didn't know for sure. What he would be. Yeah, yeah gender-wise. But with Riot, we didn't. One, because I'm like, i got to drive people crazy again, you know? It's a fun time. But also, I was so scared. Like, what if I'm that person that... And, like, okay, his name's going to be Riot. People monogram stuff, like you said. And then I'm like, mm, changed his name. Because then I'm like, I don't know if there's anything wrong with that. I'm his mother. I can do what I want. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you can Kylie Jenner. In the back of my mind, I was like, I don't want to change it. And then everyone would be like, oh, okay, well, I paid this much money for that monogram. Let me take that back. Right. So, and I knew, like, grandparents would totally do that. Like, everything oh, would have his sure. name on it. Mm-hmm. So, and even if, like... Barrett was going to be a girl. Like, I didn't want all the pink and purple. I'm like, don't oh, give me the gender neutral stuff. That way, if we have more, you know, I don't have to get new stuff. So, exactly. in that time frame, like, I got lucky because Riot was a boy, so I already had all the same stuff. Didn't have to get new stuff. That's why we did find out with Riot. Because I'm like, if it's a girl, I need to be prepared. Yeah. You know? But also, then I would feel like a complete one boy, one girl, just like you guys. I was like, <laughs> okay, maybe people won't ask for more. Now I have two boys, and people are like, so... We're the third. Mm-hmm. Like, people at the barn all the time. Trish today was like, when are you having the girl? And I'm like, I still have a baby. Like, yeah. Yes. I mean, I have really good kids. I don't know how I looked out in that aspect. Like, they sleep. That, okay, the end. You can stop yeah. there. Mm-hmm. They sleep. The yeah. Mm-hmm. They're both just so healthy and perfect. and It makes my mom so crazy. Like, she's like, they still sleep better than your brother, and he's <laughs> almost five. Like, I don't understand. Aww. Like, Barry, I don't know. I feel like I was so terrified to, like, sleep with them, but I also did formula, so I know it's much easier. Like, when moms try to breastfeed or pump, like, they don't wait as long, so you got to sleep at some point. But I did formula with both boys, so as soon as they were gaining weight consistently, I'm like, okay. Like, I'm not waking up to feed you in the middle of the night anymore. No. Because I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. Like, yeah. Zach remembers like vividly one of the first nights home with Barrett like he wakes up because that boy like I'm pretty sure our house could blow up and he would still be asleep like he wouldn't have a clue but I can like hear something and I'm like "Mm, the door opened you know that's everybody that's every couple ever is it just a mom thing like you just know yeah Yeah. good to know it does make me feel better no it's definitely not just you yeah, because I would just, I'm like, I'm not waking him up anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually he started sleeping, and he was still getting weight. And so I was like, okay, We're this good. is what I'm going to do. And we don't look back. He's never slept in our bed because I was just terrified yeah. to do it. Like, horrified out of my mind. And there were definitely moments where I was like, mm, we're just going to go to sleep. And Zach's like, no, you told me I was not ever allowed to let you do this, so we're going to move him over there. I mean, and I had one of the bassinets. Luckily, like, all my – there's kids in all the family, so I get hand-me-downs all the time. Oh, so a bassinet. So nice. I got for my aunt and uncle, so it stayed by the bed. Both boys used it. It's got the drop side, which was lucky considering, like, uh, the C-section. So oh, we were wow. on the couch for a while anyways because I couldn't get up onto the bed. Oh, yeah. So we dropped the bassinet way down to the couch, and I would just kind of, like, lay there and, like, Take change him or do yeah. whatever. Like, we lived on the couch for a while, but and Kaysen was confused. I remember he stayed with us, like, when Barrett was, like, a month or two, and he's like, why are we, like, why is the mattress <laughs> in the living room? What's going on? Yeah. Okay, I had a mattress in my living room phase. Yeah. A newborn. Yeah. Because I can only do it on the couch, but I didn't want Kaysen sleeping on the couch. I'm like, we don't have that big of a couch. Like, all these people can't sleep on the couch. Yeah. So, but I remember him being like, why, why is the mattress goes in the bedroom? Like, I think yeah, he just thought, like, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. He's like, y'all had a baby, and I don't even know how to decorate. <laughs> now you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, he's really good with them, too. Was the transition from zero to one or one to two harder for you? Zero to one. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like just so many 
things change. Like, you can't just leave. Like, now you're back to asking your parents if you can go somewhere. Go anywhere. But my parents, it's the same thing. Like, if they want to go somewhere, they have four-year-olds that are like, hey, can you watch your brother? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they definitely watch my boys more than I watch Kaysen. And how did Barrett adjust to being a big brother? I was really, really worried about that. And I feel like I asked everybody who had more than one kid. I'm like, how is this going to go? Like, I'm preparing for the worst. I feel like I think you asked me one time. And I was like, Mason wasn't even aware of anything, really. Yeah. And I feel like, so we had kind of nicknamed Riot. He's like Ryro, the first two letters of, you know, his first and middle name. So we're like, oh, baby Ryro the whole time. And Barrett's like, yeah, whatever, you know, it's fine. And I'm like, he's going to be so jealous, like mm-hmm. just preparing myself. I'm like, if I expect the worst and that doesn't happen, then I'll be anything's fine. Anything's an improvement. Yeah, anything's better. When he came to the hospital, I was so scared because I was like, he's either going to like freak out and be like, who's that baby? Like, what if he climbs on the bed and is like mad because I can't hold him? Like, what if they rip some stitches open? Yeah. Like, I don't have to go back in there. And he walks over and he's looking at the baby and he's like, Ryro. And I just remember like... Zach and I cried after everyone left. We were just like, oh my gosh, like that went so good. Um, of course, then he's like playing with all the cords and like oh, yeah. the back of my urine because I'm, you know, hooked up. And he's like, what's this? And we're like, stop touching everything. Moving right but, along. Yeah. The baby's yeah. just another attraction. He didn't even care. And yeah. then we pick him up from school. Unfortunately, Zach got the flu from the hospital with Riot. Oh, like very he contracted it oh there. So we had to stay separated. And of course, didn't want Riot to get it. Well, no. I didn't want to get it. And so he kind of like stayed on the other side of the house. Like he'd, I sit in the living room and he would come out of our bedroom into the kitchen, like get a drink. He'd be like, you okay? I'm like, doing great. Just like, surviving. It's fine. Like, no, but what are you going to do? Yeah. Nothing except give me the flu. Right. So that's not happening. But I don't know. I feel like when we finally did get to pick up Barrett, we like brought him into the barn. We're picking him up from school. He gets in the car. He kind of like looks over at the car seat and he's like, the baby they're like yeah we're taking him home and he's like okay like I could just tell that he yeah. like he kind of stared at him the whole time in the car like why is he in our car you know yeah like why like, is there someone back here the build up to the baby and then the realization of it's permanent yeah and I mean honestly when we were first time parents I babysat so much and working at the barn I was like I keep waiting for the parents to come get him and like give me a hundred bucks you know for some yeah. <laughs> why are they not coming yeah you know but for Barrett, I feel like he's he's been so helpful. Like, he's, he's a pretty smart guy. He's very independent. He's kind of always been in the me-do-it phase. So, like, he'll throw the bottles in the sink. He throws 30 diapers away. He's still in a diaper himself. But, like, I'll fold them up and he'll be like, trash? I'm like, yes. Just the best helper. Like, he cleans more than me and Zach, honestly. So sweet. Yeah. Like, he goes, like, he figured out, like, one day he just picked up his clothes. We changed him into his PJs. He picked up his clothes from school. And he's like, laundry. And he goes oh. and throws in the laundry room. And we were like... What an angel. Who Just are the best. You? Yeah. I'm like, who are you? I mean, it's funny. If he'll believe my parents or Zach's parents are like, guess what he did? I'm like, y'all, he's been doing that. Like, I don't know who this kid is. And he talks so well. And people will be like, he talks really well. I'm like, it's not me. Like, I'm not that awesome. I don't know what That's happened. what people tell me about Mason. I was like, I guarantee this is nothing of mm-hmm. my doing. No. I usually say it's the Red Barn. Yeah. I don't know. Like, well, and that's funny because he'll come home and like he's singing his ABCs mm-hmm. and Zach's like... He knows his ABCs, and I'm crying. I'm like, I didn't even know. How terrible is that? Uh, like, I'm there all the time. And But Zach will be like, where did he learn that from? I'm like, hello, yes. Red Barn. Like, yeah. we don't do nothing there. That's right. right. Like, we working are hard. working. Like, we are teaching them. And his newest thing is to count to ten, but he forgets six and nine. But he's so proud of himself, I don't have the heart to break it to no, him. and be like, there's time. You're awesome. Yeah. yeah. You're doing so. Great. He skips the numbers, and he's like, yay, Barrett did it. Oh. I'm like, Barrett did do it. Yes. But. And after both kids, did you feel okay, like, mentally? Like, any postpartum, like, anything for you? Or just normal self? After Barrett, 
that first night home, I was a basket case. Like, I didn't, nobody tells you, I don't know if all babies get it, but, like, about the newborn rash, like, you know, when their bodies kind of adjust to a different Mm -hmm. environment. We got home, and he broke out in, like, the worst, like, splotchy, red, bumpy rash all over his body. And I was like, why did I think I could be a mom? Like, my life is over. Yeah. I literally, like, Zach's holding him, and Zach's mom is a nurse, so he calls her, and she's, like, trying to calm us down. I am running around the house getting every piece of baby clothing, throwing it in the washer with, like, the expensive, like, baby-specific. Like, the draft or whatever. Yes, that's exactly what it was. And I'm like, I think I washed this the first time, but I'm going to do it again. Like, I'm a terrible mother. We take him to the pediatrician the next day because he still got the rash. And they're like, honey, it's just newborn. Like, it's going to be gone in a few They've days. They've never had air. And I'm like, what do I put on it? And they're like, nothing. I'm like, okay. After that first night, I felt good. With Riot, I feel like, I told you, I'm worst case scenario, so I feel like the intrusive thoughts hit sometimes, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, nope, no, I'm good. You can block it. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, because I know that's not the case. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm always happy when somebody has, like, a good experience and, like, isn't in a fog or in a funk or something after. But then you kind of feel guilty, because I know, like, I have friends that have kids, too, and then I've listened to the podcast before, and I'm like, I hate that you guys went through that. Like, I feel well, bad for not doing that. But we still don't want you to. But yeah. well, we don't want you to, so yeah. don't feel any type of guilt. I'm just like, yeah. oh, thank goodness. Like, yeah. yeah. There are good experiences out there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because people listen to this podcast, it might just sound kind they're of gloomy. Well, yeah. they're terrible. And I thought like, Caitlin was fine. Yeah. I feel like, well, that's the important part is that, like, everybody is different. Like, you can't yeah. prepare. Like you said, Jordan yeah. told you everything, and you're like, still, I wasn't ready. Still wasn't ready. Like, pregnancies were both different. My pregnancy with Riot was not that bad. The birth wasn't that bad, but the after, I was like, I have so much responsibility. Like, this is kind of a lot. You know? Yeah, it's a lot. one kid is a lot, and then two kids is like 10. Yeah. The transition was easier as far as, like, I knew what I was doing, you yeah. know? And I'm not guessing, like, oh, what formula do I need to buy? What do I need to do about this? You're more confident like, in yourself. They have a rash. Yeah, I'm not freaking out and, like, taking him to the doctor the next day and bawling in tears and telling myself I'm the worst mother ever. Remy had an ingrown toenail, and I had the same meltdown. <laughs> I'm not joking. She was, like, two days old with an ingrown, like, green toenail. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, yep, that's it. Yeah, you're, like, a terrible mother. I need to retire. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel that for sure. But... I don't know. I still feel like since he is just three months old, I'm still kind of in the process of like, no, you've got this, you know? Yeah. But I don't know that I could do it again. Like you said, why push my luck? I mean, they told me no more kids, so I know I can't push my Mm -hmm. luck. But there was a time I was considering it. Because like with my diabetes, the gestational diabetes, there was Mm -hmm. no guarantee that'd go away. Yeah. Could have hung around. But I felt the same. I was like, why push my luck? I want to be healthy for the kids I have. Like Mm -hmm. The doctor was like, I will do one more on you and that's it. Then you're going to have to go to someone else. And I was like, well, I'm not going to anyone else. So, so one max of three anyways. Yeah. I'm still saying no. Just know if it happens. It was not your wishes. It. No. Okay. Understood. It was God and my husband teaming up against me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because didn't want it. I'm like, I feel like too, like, I don't want to be outnumbered. Yeah. But then here I am, like, today, I'm sitting there. And honestly, Remy's in front of me. And I'm, like, playing with her hair. And I'm like, I'll never get to play with you know, a little girl's hair. I'm like, braid their hair. And I'm like, this I will. I'm at the barn. Literally you forever. are at the barn. So. And I do love having a girl. Don't get me wrong. It is fun. But if I had, I don't know. It's hard to say if I had two boys because yeah. I don't. I mean, boys are probably a lot quicker to get ready. You know. They Mason don't. just dresses himself. If yeah. you couldn't tell. Um, <laughs> but Remy is actually very chill. She is chill. So I can't complain too much. But yeah. I know, like, a lot of girls. I'll let you know in the teenage years because, yeah. Jordan, you're going through that. Yeah. Emma gets... I mean, the she's attitude. Have her hair and the a certain attitude. way. Yeah, if you upset her, you're going to get a little snap back. Mm. So, so. got to give her her space. 
That's Henry's so just but like, super easy. Because I knew Henry yeah. and Emma when they were in pre-K. So yeah. to think about them like that, I'm like, they would never. Don't well, say that about them. Don't you talk know? about her like that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. she would not do that. So, I mean, you might have smooth sailing like through the teenage years mm-hmm. with no attitude with mm-hmm. boys. And they just love their mom so much. Yeah. They do. I don't know. Barrett is totally a daddy's boy. Well, like when Zach's around, he'd be like, I'm like, are you mommy's boy? He'd be like, yeah. But then, then anyone else, he's like, mm, mm-hmm. daddy's boy. But I'm, when he's sick or when he's about to be sick, he's all about mama. Yeah. So I know. Yeah. Like, what a win. Last <laughs> night, I'm like driving home, you know, going like 55. And he's like, mommy, hold me. And I'm like, dude, I'm driving. And he's like, mommy, please hold me. So I reach my arm back there and I'm literally holding his toes the way home. And I'm like, dads don't do this. They do like, not do that. This is totally a mother thing. And it I'm is. sitting here, I'm like, my arm's falling asleep. I'm trying not to crash. You know, it's dark. I'm going fast. Like, like what? Dads have it easy. They have it easy. They do. I don't Sorry care if that's sexist, but no, they do. I don't care how involved they are. Mm-hmm. I don't care how great they are. They have it easy. Okay, thank y'all for listening to this episode. And if you haven't subscribed already, you can do so on Apple Podcast or Spotify. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.